Hello and welcome to Episode 5 of Dear FBI Agent. This installment marks the halfway point through Season 1. What a journey! We went from a disastrous pregnancy, to me stabbing Jonah in the chest, to puberty talks with Eliana and Jojo, all the way to Mr. Timothy Ortman. The possibilities are endless. Thanks for sticking with us, and remember to like and subscribe. Music, take it away. doing today is that your testing for the audio that was that was uncomfortable no we are recording oh my okay how are we this evening uh fresh off of the theater banquet actually day one the most agonizing day whether the things would play whether the technology would work it was quite um quite comforting when everything did go relatively smoothly um, yeah, it was very nice to watch. I was delighted to see all of the theater people again. Yes. And I think Eliana and Marina did a lovely job in their AAA video. It was very cute. Absolutely. It was very fun just to be part of that banquet because that was my first time doing that. I don't know how many times I need to tell you, but please stop drinking during the recording. It's just water, my guy. But people, it's really uncomfortable. People are, I don't know what they're doing when they're listening to this because it's on YouTube right now and they can't do anything else with their phone. But they could be eating. Uh-huh. They could be They could be on the run. Well. And their headphones are on. Oh. Well, there you go. There's some noise for their headphones. Uh, here's the deal, viewers, uh, listeners. Um, this is episode five. It's going to be a tough task to follow up episode four, which oh, has yes. the one and only Timothy James Ortman. I don't know if it's is that James. His, is that his middle name? No, it's not. I made it I, up. I wouldn't make that, that accusation so quickly. Yeah. <clears throat> that was scary. I cannot believe we actually did that. That was <laughs> yeah, I know. a benchmark for a dear FBI agent. I know. Um, the thing is, some people were saying it was a little invasive, but here's the thing. I only asked him if we could have a slumber party. It's a completely appropriate question at an appropriate time. And am I going to have a slumber party with him? Absolutely. We're going to watch movies all night. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna party all night. We're going to party all night. I, I have several <laughs> questions with that. but um, What are your what? questions? It was invasive. It was not right for you to ask that. It's Ab- been one what? week since we graduated. But the thing that I want to know the most is what movies would you guys watch together? What movies would we watch together? Probably, yeah. um, I would want to watch American Pie with them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can I imagine? Yes. Like, there's a scene where, uh, the guy, uh... Well, have you seen it already? Oh, yeah. I haven't. And I'm, I plan on watching it eventually as I need to growing up. So I'm going to cover my ears and you can tell the listeners about the scene you're talking about. Okay. It's a movie about, you know, 
growing up, the sex, uh, masturbation, um, and you're not even covering your ears. There's one ear that's not covered. That's a fake. You're abusing the viewers, Jonah. Yeah, I thought I thought about that, but then I was going to think, how am I going to know when you're done talking? Right. Okay, so maybe don't... How should, how should we do this then? Don't lie to the viewers then. All right, just spoil it then. Go on. All right, so this guy, he, he sees an apple pie, and he's like, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> and he takes the apple pie out that his mom it made. Smells good? Oh What's no. The, oh boy. No, not because it smells good, Jonah. Because oftentimes an apple pie is related to the act of uh how shall one say the fuck. Wait, 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 really? Yes, so he takes the apple pie. That's and, gross. And he fucks the apple pie. <laughs> wait. <laughs> he fucks it. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I'm not joking. Listeners, If you, you th I'm not joking, right? And then there's That's... like... Oh my god. Yeah. Um, this, this movie would be a fantastic watch with Tim. And I'll tell you why. It's honest. It's kind of outrageous. It would deepen our relationship to a whole different core. Oh god. Oh god. That is vulgar. Is it though? All right, here's the deal. Jonah, why is it so hard to get a job? I've been working, I've been, I've been trying to get a job, and, you know, the only job that, like, I could feasibly get is one I don't want anymore because it's in Wheeling. It's so far. It's like 30 minutes away. Why don't you tell the listeners what kind of jobs you're applying for? What kind of jobs I'm applying for? Yeah, like what, what's hard right now? A lot of delivery drivers, um, pizza delivery driver, um, you know, when you get, I've gotten rejected once, and you, what the rejection email you get is just so, uh, how shall one say, indicative of how terrible our country has become in its gross capitalism. All I get is a no, all, all I get from this company is a no reply email that says, Thank you for applying to this, this, this. We are moving in another direction. Okay, number one, I need to know why I didn't get the job. I need to know, yeah, <laughs> I need to know why. I need to know why. I need to know what it was. And first of all, I don't know. Um, I'm looking on this thing, and like companies still think they can get away with paying workers under $15 an hour. It is unbelievable. You have to pay workers $15 an hour or more. That is standard moral procedure. At hey, least Louis. it should be. It's, it's unbelievable. Companies need to be held accountable for this because this is standard moral law. You must pay workers a living wage. So I don't know why I'm looking at jobs that are like, we're going to pay you minimum wage. No, you're not. Excuse me. I'm entitled Louis. to a, a living wage like everyone else. So you may not have noticed, but for the past two and a half months, it's been a little different the way the world works. No, and um, they've always paid workers shit, Jonah. That, well, that yes, but don't expect it to get better now. Why should I not expect fifteen dollars an hour or more? Because, I mean, I don't know the numbers, but. 
a lot of people are out of jobs. A lot of people don't have enough money to pay the workers they have still haven't let got let if they, go. If they don't pay workers a decent wage, why are they running a business, Jonah? They're just trying to stay open. They're doing what they can to help the greater people. Hold up. First of all, managers, CEOs are not looking out for the greater good, Jonah. If they were, every worker would be paid fairly by now and we would have a $15 minimum. So the, the premise that they're looking out for the greater good of people is, is disgusting. No, I'm talking about the workers themselves. No, you're talking about the people hiring the workers. That's what you just talked about. I don't think so. Yes, n no. We'll, we'll go back and listen to this, and you can okay. listen to that. Well, if it is, then... Whoops. Yeah. Big Whoops. corporations are bad. Yeah, corporate... Fuck the system! Fuck the system. Destroy capitalism. Replace it with something more moral and just. May like communism. I didn't say that. I said more moral and just. I think you were headed in that direction. I said more moral... And just. And communism. No. Okay. Anyway, Jonah. Yes. Do you want to introduce our next segment? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we officially have our second segment of the podcast. I thought of this while I was in the shower one day, and I was very proud of it. It is called, Wouldn't You Like to Know? Wouldn't you like to know? is basically essentially a question-answer Q&A between me and Louis, a way for us to get to know each other and for our listeners to know stuff about us as well. And we're just going to go back and forth, ask some questions, and if you're comfortable enough, if it's a reasonable question, Louis, and if it's reasonable enough, I'll answer it. But if it's not, you simply say, wouldn't you like to know? And then you try again with a different question or you move on. How does that sound? It sounds mighty fine, Jonah. It sounds mighty right. fine. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to take a course in the history of Jonah. I would like to say the same for Louis, but I am slightly scared. So, Jonah. I have not prepared any questions, so I'm going to go on the fly here. I have not prepared any questions either. I know I said I was going to, but I, uh, alas, I did not. I was watching Willy Wonka. Uh, so, do you want to ask the first question? Sure. Okay. Louis Siegel. Yes, sir. How would you ideally ask out a woman? You know, I had an, another experience doing that this year in which I would call not ideal. So I'm going to go off of that as a reference of what not to do. Um, okay. So I would try in person. Wait, the first one was not in person. <laughs> yes, sir. Would you would you like to not crawl any further at this? Or? Uh, I don't have to, but um, I feel like that answer is a little vague. Then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do it in person. Uh, in, in anyway, um, I would do it in person. I would say, "Would you like to go out together to a movie sometime?" Question mark. And in which case, the girl would say, "I don't know," or, "Yes." Or, fuck you! Uh, those are the standard three options. Um, anyway, so yeah, I would just keep it simple. I would say, let's go, you know, you want to do this sometime? We'll see where it goes. You know, I wouldn't put any money on it. I wouldn't say, 
let's commit to each other. Let's say, you know, let's just go out to a movie, have a date, find out things about each other, um, and go from there. You know, I, I would say I would treat the situation like a chance to grow as a human being. I like that. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, a more mature Louis answer than usual, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? I would. That was, that was a nice change of pace. That was good to hear. All right. Uh, Jonas Sandlin. Yes, sir. The same question is for you. Oh, come on. That is weak, but I'll work with it. Um, I've done a couple things in the past. I wrote a letter and sent the letter. I did one in person in a car. <laughs> Wait, you wrote a letter? <laughs> like I did write a letter. Dear, um, you like, uh, get, make sure this said, gets to dearest, the right person. Dearest Mama. <laughs> dearest truly, Mama. Uh, truly yours. Uh, anyway, yes. And then I think, I think I thought I did it, and then I was told later I didn't, and then I did it over phone. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Anyway, that's my past. The way I would like to do it is, as you said, in person. Um, I feel like an issue in my life as of so far is that like, if I were to want to ask someone out, I'm never alone with them. I'm either with them and then also like seven other people or two other people or even one more person. And that I don't like. I don't feel like that's something people do. You know, talk to someone when someone else is right there. So it was easy because, well, no, no never mind. Um, yes, I would like to do it just uh, similar to your answer. Be like, yo, here's where I'm at. Where are you at? Let's roll from here. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. All right. That's what, what I like about you. Favorite Niles North Theater show that you were in? And your least favorite Niles North theater, sh theater show you were in, and why? Um, yes, that's a really good question. Really, really fine, fun question for you, from you. Um, favorite show is definitely Chicago. Um, mm -hmm. In my life at that point, I was going through some tough times in my life, and um, auditioning for that show and getting the part of Amos Hart was definitely a really, really good light at the end of the tunnel in, right. in those moments. Like, okay, I can, I, can, I can work with this, you know? And I really just, I feel like I took that process as a chance to rejuvenate myself as, you know, a human being, find myself again um, in this character. And I, I really think it paid off. I, I really like... Um, so that was just like a triumph of my own human spirit, and I, I owe a lot to that process for like getting me out of that hole, and I and I got, I got a lot done, and I really liked that character. I really liked um, the Mr. Cellophane number. I think it was a real yeah, joy. Everyone loved that. That was so great. That was oh my god. Thank you, sir. It was really good. You did really well with that. Um, least favorite show is. Easy. Um, if Miss Baskin and Miss Dortman are listening, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you why this is my least favorite show. Uh, the subject was roses. <laughs> um, what a surprise! Uh, that 
that show was just really uncomfortable for me on a lot of levels. It was out of my comfort zone. And don't get me wrong, I'm really glad I did it. I'm, it, was a re- it was a challenge that I'm glad that I had a chance to rise to. Um, it was really, you know, not what I was normally uh, cast in, you know, before. I mean, Carl and Clyborne was a racist, but there was not, like, any part where you would walk up and, like, uh, caress someone saying, I love you, I want to be with you. You know, I'd never done that. I'd never been in, like, a play with that was, like, a relation, maybe, like, in a scene with class, but not, like, a full-on one. Right on stage in front of people being a touchy human. Exactly. Obviously, you know, the, the character's way of life and look at life is tremendously different from mine. Um, but, you know, again, it was a good experience. I just thought there was a lot of, was a lot of emotional commitment that I had to do. It was really tiring and, you know, like I, the product could have been better in my mind. So, but, you know, I'm glad I had the experience. I just it wasn't my preferred director circle play, um, you know. I still don't really know why it was chosen, to be quite honest. I, I don't know why it was chosen to fit the three actors, but, you know, alas, you know, I trust Mr. Ortman and his infinite wisdom, if you're listening. Um, but yes, <laughs> my question to you is this. What was a traumatic childhood memory? Okay. Um, I will actually answer this. Um, so... This was a time, I think I was between two or four. I think it was on the latter side of that because I remember it, obviously. So it was a little later. Um, I was at the pool with my family, or me and my mom and my sister, Devonshire Pool. And I was a very small human being. And we were in, I think, <laughs> the one to two foot water section. And I was sitting in the water. And my mom was off to the side. I did not know how to swim yet. I feel like that is important to the story. And I kind of tipped over. So my head was in the water and my feet were in the air. (laughs) And (laughs) for a long enough time where I can say that I was drowning, um, I was drowning in Devonshire Pool. And my mom saw me (laughs) and pulled me out by my leg like a little kebab (laughs) like bobbing for apples she pulled me like moses she drew me from the river um but that was extraordinarily traumatic for me so much that to this day i refuse to flip in the water i don't go upside down in the water for swimming lessons at the point where you learn how to flip turn and do flips in the water i refuse and the instructors would get really angry for that in fact there was this camp I went to for the longest time called JCC, the JCC Sports. I went to the JCC Sports Camp. <laughs> a lot of, lot of OGs back then. Um, and one of the things you do at the camp every day was swimming. And I was in the advanced group. And there was a point where we had to learn to flip turn. And I just didn't want to. And so much that I left the camp. Like, I didn't go back. And that is just something that... <laughs> was kind of traumatic. So there you go. <laughs> Jonas Simmons. Yes, sir. How in the fuck 
did you get your muscles so big? I can answer that. Uh, which ones are you referring to first? I mean, those arms. Let's let's start oh, with those upper arms, the upper arms. Well, the it, I think it's it's mainly a combination of finally coming to high school and being able to work out. Because before I came to high school, I, I never worked out, and I was a really like slim, scrawny kid. And being able to work out every day really helped with that. But another thing is that the instruments I play are very upper body demanding. Uh, percussion is very forearm heavy, very wrist, very finger, and bass especially is forearm and bicep. So if you look at my arms, especially for bass, because you could tell this by how much I practice, that my right bicep is bigger than my left bicep, because that's for the fingering and the slapping, but my left <laughs> forearm is bigger than my right forearm, because that's holding down the cords and sticking in certain positions on the left side, on the neck of the guitar, of the bass. Interesting. So that is why I'm jacked, if you will. I will. Louis Amadeus Siegel. Pleasure. I was just wondering, why the clarinet? Why the clarinet, you ask? Um, to be honest, you know, of all the instruments I wanted to blow... The clarinet was so in the lead, you know, to blow. And although the French horn I tried first, I think. Really? Yeah, but like my, my lips could not withstand oh. that much uh, uh, effort to like blow into. And like the clarinet was much easier to make a sound out of. Um, I think I tried the trombone and that was a bitch. I don't know how people play brass. Well, first of all, they practice. You were in fourth grade. Well, yeah, but, you know, but, yes. woodwinds are superior. That's a fact. Except trumpet. Trumpet is great. Trumpet is a godly instrument. Yeah, I think when I tried, when I got to try our instruments, I only tried one thing because I knew I wanted to do one thing only, and that was percussion. And I tried it, and I was like, yep, this is awesome. I remember I played our fourth grade teacher. Or her name was Miss Donnelly. And when she came in to see all the instruments, I was like, yep, I headed right to the bell set, and I played Ode to Joy on the bell set. And I even harmonized the chord at the end, and I was like, this is amazing. Oh. And I did that. Oh, so you were a prodigy at first sight. Oh, well, I, oh, I, oh, I, oh, I, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know all of us had to be prodigies at first. I, did, I, I didn't know all of us, you know, are, are so good like you are. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not that hard to go bump, bump, bump. Oh, 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 but it's right you, there, all in the order. You harmonized the chords. Good job. Good job. I did. I, I was just, I was just, I was trying to answer your question. Well, it was my question. I, wow. Great I was job. Just, I was trying to, re my point being, if you I had chosen something else, it would have been the trumpet because you mentioned the trumpet, but now I'm angry. Now I'm angry. Are we going to have makeup sex? Um, not the direction I was going in. I was thinking more uh six feet stage fight six feet stage fight well, like that's stage gonna be, fighting but six feet apart it's gonna be hard because we're like a mile apart right at the moment well i mean i got time what's up losers shut up jojo <laughs> um <laughs> anyway um 
a special guest appearance wasn't uh, wasn't expected, wasn't wanted, but it did happen. Jonah, uh, so back to your question. The clarinet was the easiest to make the sound out of. It's a very Jewish instrument. Uh, uh, yeah, it's very klezmer. I enjoy it. Um, yeah. Klezmer. 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 N- no, Jonah. Klezmer. Klezmer. Klez- klezmer instrument. Klezmer. Klez- klezmer music. Shwarma. Like beef shwarma. Right? No, what? What? Yeah. What? No, like Sharm- shawarma. Pistachio. What are you doing? I'm saying, I'm giving you examples of words that are pronounced the rightful way. And you said that you said all of them incorrectly. Okay. Jonah? Mm-hmm. McDonald's. Okay? What are you doing? Remember that. Um, anyway, Jonah. <laughs> of your girlfriends that you've had... <clears throat> Which one has been your favorite to date? Wouldn't you like to know? Wow, <laughs> what was that? Well, uh, I do I do know, I think. You think I, you know? I think you've told me. I don't think I would have. Let, draw out the letter of the first letter, and we'll see what you think. All right, All right. Here, here goes. Okay. All right, um, here's, my, here's my forefinger. I see it. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, I will not confirm or deny for the sake of our listeners and for you, um, but that one was fun, is what I will say. All right. Uh, Should we name the letter for the viewers? Uh, No. Oh. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, No, we should not. All right, it's up to you now. It's up to you. Okay, Louis Siegel. Jonah. How long is your penis? Excuse me? How long is your John Willig's boots? I actually will answer that. Average. As we have clarified from episode three. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Three, right? Jonah. Yes, sir. What do you think is your best physical or uh, emotional or, you know, personality feature about you out of all of them? I think I can cancel out any emotional strength because the way I deal with my emotions is extraordinarily unhealthy, as some know. Um, I know. But that's, yeah, <laughs> but that's another story. Um, Should we tell that story or, or no. not? Okay. Wouldn't you like to know? Um, I do I, know. I feel like, well, I don't know how to answer this question without just sounding like stuck up and full of myself. I want you Because I'm not. I want you to answer that question. I think I'm fun to look at. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. I would definitely agree with you. I know a lot of the females that have fun looking at you, and I wish... Well, thank you. I wish also, several males should be noted. Carry on. Should I should we note the males? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Wouldn't you like to know? Well, I know I'm one of them. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, of course. As we're in a gay relationship, it would be a given. My question for you is how big is your penis? I'm showing you with my hands. Oh, my goodness. For the viewers at home, I am measuring the length of my desktop computer. 
No, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> well, you just told me, and ladies, I think you have a lot to look forward to. Who are your crushes right now at the moment? What, wouldn't you like? I, I'm not going to tell all these people. I think you should. That's a mistake. Can I tell the, all these people? Why would you tell? Why would you ask me if you think you know? Oh, I have another question for you. Oh my God. <laughs> what about a girl attracts you the most? I like voices. I know people have their type in hair. There's, you have that going. What's your type in hair? <laughs> um, personally, uh huh. I'm a fan of the color red. Are you? Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, but that is. Few people amazing. have red hair. There are only a select few people who have red hair, Jonah. And well, I know, I know, it's the recessive trait. Right, it is. Um, as we learned in honors biology together, right? Yes, we did. C'est pour la belle. Okay, anyway. C'est pour la belle. A conversation for another time. Um, <laughs> I know a few people in our school who have red hair. Um, a few. I feel like I see where you're going with this, and. I ha I know uh, actually a, a a couple of red hairs. In our, uh, in our own uh, theater department. I know this person definitely doesn't listen to this podcast so I can talk about this, but when we were freshmen, there was this senior who had red hair uh -huh. that I, was, I would see throughout the day as she was in percussion. That, that was fun. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was fun. That was a good welcome to high school. She was... She, anyway, got, she got your engines going? That is an expression that is uncomfy. I'm going to move on. Okay, you have a question. If you could taste something that wasn't a food, what would it be? I've always, I always get hungry when I eat Play-Doh, so uh, you know, I'll taste some Play-Doh any day. Their slogan is, fun to play with, not to eat. Yeah, well... So it probably doesn't taste good. Well, you said just... not a food. <sighs> okay. okay, that's fair, that's fair. Um, I'd like to taste, you know, my fair share of Jonah. Baby, I said no food, and I'm made of plenty cake. <laughs> 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 I couldn't keep a straight face for that one. That was... I'm proud of that. <laughs> Now, people who know me know that I indeed am not, in fact, made of many cakes. But Actually, you got a nice butt. I'll give you that. I've seen it. Better than mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Better than mine. Uh, dear FBI agent, this is also a game for you because it's a way for you to know more about us and then maybe have less suspicion, though I know that won't be the case. It's an attempt. It is. As we were. Should we name our FBI agent? I feel like we should. I feel like that's a little gender presumptuous. I feel like... Um, unless we go with, like, Alex, or Riley, or Blake. Chandra Gupta. Sandra? No, sh no. What? No. Chandra Gupta. From AP World. Sandra Gupta. No, no. Sh-sh-sh. Chandra Gupta. Or how about, like, some badass name like Archibald? Archibald, let's do that. Archibald, bro. <laughs> Dude, wait, who's named Archibald, I wonder? I, 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 who are some, like, famous Archibalds? Look it up. Famous Archibald. 
Is it Archibald or Archibald? What are we? I think Archibald. Saying? It's like A R C H I B A L D or something. Oh no way! Well, who who is it? Uh, there think... was an Archibald Campbell. He was a Scottish politician. <laughs> he was beheaded. Guess what? Freaking day he got beheaded. Today. May twenty seventh, nineteen no sixteen sixty two. Well, that Arch- is insane. What did he get beheaded for? Probably some politics shit. He was a closeted Jew, perhaps. A Scottish guy named Archibald. Yeah, he could have been named Shlomo Karlbach. That's a real guy, actually. I doubt he was Jewish. Well, that's all the time we have for this segment. Thank you, everyone. I hope this was a good chance to learn about us. And there will be more of these in the future. Thank you for joining us on... Wouldn't you like to know? Uh, Louis? Yes, Jonah? The call-in button is flashing again. Oh, God, no, no. Who is it this time? Well, I, you, you have it. I don't. I can't see it. <gasps> <laughs> Jonah, Jonah, stop, Jonah, stop burping into the Jonah, 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 oh my god, it's, who is it, Bernie, <gasps> Bernie Sanders is on line one, like the Bernie Sanders, yes, yes, he's on, he's on, this is what I've always oh dreamed, oh my god, that's so much better, alright, I'm on, yeah, so much better than fucking Trump, right, All oh right. my god, I'm gonna put him on, Oh my god, are you ready for this? Uh, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh my god. I don't have I... any questions for him. Okay, okay. Well, let's do it. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. Um, dear FBI agent, welcome to Dear FBI agent. I am here. I'm welcoming myself. Thank you so much for welcoming me. I love you both. You're Jewish. That's what counts. Great. Okay, before you go any further, I'd just like to say, join the political revolution. Millions of people coming together to say to the millionaires and billionaires, you can't have it all. I'm here in quarantine. Life sucks. uh, Jonah and Louis, I know your names. I listen to your podcast. I love the Hitler jokes. Uh, the you great. Do. I, I do. I love it. I, I'm actually, in my spare time, I'm a comedian, uh, and I, I love it to the death. Thank you so much for doing this. It's a pleasure in my vast time. Um, Joe Biden, why is he our nominee? I don't, I don't know. Okay, I should have been the nominee. I've run twice now. I have been rejected for no good reason other to the point of being Jewish. It's because I'm Jewish. Thank you. Senator Sanders, that was um, a lovely mon- opening monologue from you, if you will. Uh, now, now that you're here, I think it would be awesome if we could ask you a couple questions. Certainly. I love, I'm open to many questions, uh, unless it's having to do with my wife, Jane. I love my wife, Jane, but our relationship is private. It is confidential. I'll leave it at that. Thank you, and continue with your question.
Oh, all right. Um, well, I guess the first being is how how did you find how did you find our podcast? Look, I'll give you a um, a hint. I have a lot of spare time. I'm in quarantine. I'm at home all day. I'm not running for anything anymore. Uh, I do have my duties in the United States Senate, uh, but they, you know, I pretty much, I'm, you know, I'm growing out the full white beard. I don't show my face in public. And, you know, the thing is... That's good. It's yes. Good. Social distance yourself. Social distance yourself. I've been having yeah. a lot of fun time with my son, Levi Sanders. He's a great asset to have in this in this time. Been watching a lot of your podcast. I found your podcast. I looked up... Uh, Jew boys, and I got there, and I searched, I entered DFBI agent, I saw some blackhead, uh, uh, finely looking good Jewish men, and I thought, let's get a roll on. Well, thank you for finding us, we really appreciate it, we, I, I wouldn't think that our humor is fit to your liking, but I'm, I'm glad you're, I'm very glad you're here, Louis is, Louis is a big fan of you, I know he's Mr. So <laughs> Mr. Sanders, uh, <laughs> Bernie, uh, uh, yeah, I'd just like to say uh, I'm, I'm so excited to have you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, I love you so much. I, I can't believe you're here. Oh my God. Louis, get to the point. I've got a lot to do. I have to go to the bathroom. I've got bowels to evacuate. I need my prune juice. Let's get a roll on. I have a lot of fans, not just you. Get a move on. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I just like to say I've always kind of had like a, a minor like Jewish crush on you. Um, a Jewish crush? Yeah. What is that? You're so. Oh, oh God. I just don't know how to say. I'm not like gay or anything, but you know, if I was, Louis, you're not getting my engines running. We can't be together. I'm sorry. Uh, you need to find someone your own age. I'm too old. I have one foot in the grave. I am. Oh, Mr. Sanders. I, I. It's true, Jonah. Do I look like I'm? I'm a healthy bit of hunk of cheese. I don't think so. I was hoping you would live forever, honestly. Actually, no. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to live till I'm 150. Workers of the world unite, preferably in my basement, so I don't have to step out of my house. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Now, Mr. Sanders. Yes. Uh, Louis actually does a pretty good Bernie Sanders impression. I don't know if he wants to do it for you. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> don't don't pressure me, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Sorry, um, Mr. Sanders. Call me Senator, right now. A uh, senator. And a very quick erection for Bernie. It's hard to get those nowadays. It really is. <clears throat> okay. Thank you, Senator Sanders. Um, oh, Louis another and, one. And I, I just evacuated some other bowels, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Louie and I are big, big fans of this show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yes. My and cousin. It surrounds, yes, it surrounds a man named Larry David. Larry. Who plays you sometimes on Saturday Night Live. Uh, Larry David, you know, he's the brother I never had, okay? He's lovable. He always gets into trouble, uh, and he's so fun to watch. He's, uh, he's, his jokes are on point. I, I thank Larry David and all of the service he does to the American society. Thank you, 
and God bless him. God bless him. Wow, wow. Mr. Sender, uh, excuse me, I am also so just flabbergasted that you found us. Senator Sanders. Yes. I think it is only fair to you and to us if you would help us sign off on this podcast yes. together. I will, I will sign off. i just like to say I went to Niles North once. I saw a show. I think it was the, uh, Thursday, March 12th. Of? La- of this year. Of this of year. Of this year. I think oh, it was. You, did you see our community performance of Matilda? I did. I did. I, I particularly enjoyed uh, your portrayal of, of Rodolfo. He's quite a saint. Well, thank you. Um, you got my engines running, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, and, you know, I wish you and Louis... Uh, honestly, Louis, I, I'm a little creeped out by you. You don't seem to be completely with your wits and with your... Would you agree, Jonah? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I would. Well, this kid deserves some shit. I mean, I think they need to comment in the comments. That's what I said a couple episodes back. Did That's you what... really? I did. I said, this kid deserves some shit. That... Wow. Well, I think in our, in our feud that me and Louie well, had about the concussion. Oh, oh, oh. I, I did watch that one. Shame on you, Louie. We don't talk about the concussions here. I had a concussion. I had a concussion when I was a little boy because what some of the Christian Russian people were throwing rocks at my head. They said, go join some Jew cult. And I said to them, join the political revolution. That is wonderful. That mm-hmm. is wonderful. Mr. Sen- uh, Mr. Senator. Mr. Sanders. Senator Sanders. Get it straight, you punk. If you would, it would mean a lot to me, and I know it would mean the world to Louis. If you could just say with us, Dear FBI agent, wouldn't you like to know? How does that sound? Oh, you know, I really got to get going, but uh, I think I got some time. Uh, but, yeah, right. let's, let's Louis, do this. Louis, would you like to count? Louis, can you count me and, and Bernie off? Yeah, I'd just like to say before we go, um, Mr. Sanders, you've been a personal here. Shut up! Let's go! I have to go! Okay, I'm gonna count you off because you boys seem woefully inept. One, two, three. Dear Dear FBI FBI agent, agent, wouldn't wouldn't you you like like to know? know? See, Louis, I don't know. I've watched the other episodes when you weren't able to accomplish this with Jonah, and I just like to say it took us one time. One time, Louis. Okay? That is true. So get it together. Jonah, you gotta beat up this kid. He deserves some shit. I don't condone violence, but this kid is with not with his wits, I have to say. I couldn't agree with you more. Alright, thank you. I've got to go. And God bless the United States of Jews. And that's it, folks. You have made it through five episodes of Dear FBI Agent. Y'all, what are you doing with your lives? Yikes. We hope in all seriousness that you stick around for the second half of season one. We will have some nice surprises. The real father of my child is coming on soon. Like and subscribe. Music, take us home.